Good morning on Saturday the 15th of January. We've got a bunch of sports today. Let's get right into the college basketball because you're either going to get this right before it comes off or you can maybe still get it live, depending on when you listen to this. Uh, so the first two games, Texas Tech and Kansas State. You're going to take Texas Tech minus five. If you can get anything less than that live with a reasonable amount of time left, of course, jump on it. And then Dayton and Duquesne. I'll take Dayton minus three and a half. Again, depending on when you jump in on this, maybe you can get it before the game. It definitely hasn't started yet, but um, look at that accordingly for live betting, if you will. Texas and Iowa State going to go over 120 points on that. Arizona and Utah over under, under 159. I look at the Texas-Iowa State game as a 66-61 Texas. I look at Arizona-Utah as 81-68 Arizona, so there's quite a bit of cushion there. We've got Dayton at 70-61. to and I've got Texas Tech 70 to 61 as well. All right, so that's the games that will start first. Might as well go to the NBA. New York plus two and a half. I look at that as a 111 uh, 101 New York victory. And then Philly and Miami will go over 211. I look at that game as 111 to 110. So there's a nice cushion there. NHL, awesome day yesterday. Uh, what was it? Six and one, I think. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six and one. Lost the same game parlay on Colorado and Arizona, but not won a nice almost two to one three team parlay plus odds. All right, so Carolina, Vancouver. We're going to take Carolina on the regulation line at only half a unit, half a unit reg- regulation minus 130. Then we'll do a same game parlay for half a unit. Carolina to win anyway, anyhow, you can do it. And under seven and a half. So it could be overtime, et cetera, et cetera. You've heard this before, I think, if you've been listening. Half unit on that. We're going to take Boston, Bruins over Nashville. Predators in regulation, plus 110 in regulation, but only half a unit. Take Tampa Bay on the puck line over Dallas. So they have to win by two or more at plus 112. That's a unit. Um, Arizona and Colorado. Colorado, we're gonna, this is a this is a bounce back. It's, it's home and away day after, you know, the next day game. So it's a repeat of yesterday, except it is in Arizona. And this time, Colorado is going to actually show up, I think. So we'll take them on the puck line at minus 135 for a unit. And we'll take them on the same game parlay, Colorado to win overtime if necessary. Shouldn't be necessary. And over five and a half for, at minus 115 for a unit. And finally, Edmonton and Ottawa. I don't like the total by itself. I don't like the side by itself. Edmonton's giving up too much, too much juice on this, and then the total has moved up too much to six and a half. So we'll take a same game parlay: Edmonton to win again overtime if necessary. It's a money line full game and over five and a half. We'll take it at plus one ten for a unit. That's the only way to play that game, as far as I'm concerned. And then finally, we move to NFL, which is what the majority of the bets this weekend will be on. Now, the NFL, and I've mentioned this many, many times before, for postseason sports, that's where bankrolls go to die. That's where betting, it's the betting ticket graveyard. We can throw a bunch of other analogies in there. The bottom line is very simple. That's where sports books make a lot of money. Casual bettors lose a lot of money. Some of them don't care because they're just having fun, but obviously you'd rather win. Uh, and this is where sharp bettors can make money if you're basically playing against overreactions in the line due to public movements. 
there isn't any serious overreactions in this game, in these two games. So starting with Las Vegas and Cincinnati, last time these two teams played, it was Cincinnati by quite a bit. It still wasn't a really a very high-scoring game. Um, and most of those points for the margin of victory and getting close to the total were at the very end, where obviously if Vegas is going for it to try to win, they go for a fourth down conversion and miss it in their own territory, obviously Cincinnati is going to score. So this game's going under, I believe, but not enough of a belief to bet on it. I bet against Las Vegas a lot, and I've been wrong more often than I've been right because there's a lot of reasons to fade them, and they keep somehow getting some higher power on their side. I don't know what it is, but, I mean, they have a negative point differential. They have missing skill players. Their coaching, obviously, was disarray. Now, some of that's been, you know, in fact, you know, the coaching has been stabilized as much as it's going to be this season. The replacement for rugs, et cetera, have been stabilized as much as it's going to be. Cincinnati's at home, and they're a better team. Uh, but I let me jump back to more about postseason NFL. Unders and dogs are what you should be looking at to start with until proven otherwise. Or if you look, if you're trying to look at an over and you're trying to look at the favorite, you better start with all the reasons why. Look for the reasons why it won't work, why it won't win. Don't look for the confirmation bias of why you're right to take the over, why you're right to take the favorite. So start with the dog, start with the under until proven otherwise. So the logic would tell me to take Vegas plus the points. They're not getting a full touchdown though, which is a little nervous, nerve wracking. So what I'm doing, the only way I can play this game is I'm doing a same game parlay, Las Vegas plus 10 and a half on the adjusted line and under 55 and a half. I'm doing it at plus 100. So I'm not paying any juice and that's what I'm doing. That's the play. New England and Buffalo. Now, this is a play for the under 44. I do believe it'll be a low-scoring game. I think you've got a solid defense on both sides. I think New England with Belichick and et cetera are going to want to protect Mac Jones as much as possible. Rookie quarterbacks in the NFL playoffs don't typically fare very well. Now, Mac Jones did play for Alabama. That's not any college program. That's a high-stress college program. Some might argue more stress for a younger kid than it is for what we assume is now, you know, a man playing an NFL game. So um, I don't discount, I don't put too much credibility into that, that he's stressed out. But this is a playoff game, and Buffalo does know how to play against him now. So obviously you have the, the two games where, New England came into Buffalo in the snow bowl and passed the ball three times and won. And then you got Buffalo cleaning up on New England pretty good in, in, in uh, payback fashion. But this does scream under. I have it in the 41 range. So I'm taking that as a real bet as under. But I'm also going to do the same game parlor. I'm going to take the dog and the under, but I'm teasing them. So I'm taking New England plus 10.5. In the game under 49 and a half, I'm doing that at plus 103. Again, no, no juice paid. So those are the plays today. Again, remember, the and I think I'm preaching to the choir. I don't want to be in a soapbox. I just I the purpose of this podcast in many ways is to help betters do better against the sports books. And it's just not smart 
to bet, you know, the, the favorite, bet, bet the, well, betting the favorites and the over is not the, the ideal way to do it, but, um, you know, be a homer, being a homer, betting your home team just because it's your favorite team doesn't make it a winning bet. Good luck with these.